When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's a minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 654. What are you really buying? By Sarah with kateflanders.com and I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator. Happy Monday, hope you're having a great start to your week and welcome to Optimal Living Daily where I narrate the best blogs I can get permission from to help you optimize your life. Today's post is a guest post on Kate Flanders' site from Sarah of thefeministvegan.com. So you're welcome to check her out there if you wanna read more of her stuff. For now, let's jump right in as we optimize your life. What are you really buying? By Sarah with kateflanders.com. I've always wanted to do a shopping ban. Well, maybe not always, but for a long time. I first came across the idea on Kate's blog several years ago, and I was immediately intrigued. I was already an avid reader of several minimalist blogs. I had pared down my closet and shed excess belongings, and as a college student at the time, I couldn't fit much in my dorm room even if I'd wanted to. A shopping ban, however, felt like the next level. Intimidated by that kind of focus and intensity, I watched, or more accurately read, from the sidelines as Kate completed six months, then a year, then two years of the shopping ban. My trepidation was, in large part, due to my lack of a clear reason to participate. Finding my why. Fast forward three years and today I'm 10 weeks into my shopping ban. I finally did it because, as you may have guessed, I had a good reason. I had my why. My partner and I have decided to quit our jobs this autumn to travel the world like we have always wanted to do. With our late November departure date looming, I've been working hard to save as much as possible, but I still wasn't meeting my savings goals. Each month, I'd check my bank account and feel guilty and disappointed, setting aside some money, 50% of my savings, but not as much as I wanted. Enter the shopping ban. As a longtime minimalist and new zero waster, I hadn't thought that I was buying very much. I hate shopping for clothing, I dislike buying and owning tchotchkes, and I've curbed my taste for home decor. A careful review of my spending, however, revealed significantly more shopping than I anticipated. Takeaway coffees, restaurant meals, almost daily kombucha purchases, and the occasional book or miscellaneous item littered my bank statement. I had bought vegan activist stickers, several plants, a makeup brush, and string lights. There were a few too many expensive cocktails and vegan pastries. Writing all this out, I realized that there's nothing inherently bad about buying any of these things. I enjoy supporting vegan and local businesses. I love keeping plants and reading is important to me. The key though is for my spending to reflect my priorities. And according to my checking account, these purchases ranked higher than saving for travel. 
After just one month into the shopping ban, I felt stronger, like I'd been flexing muscles I hadn't used in a long time. I felt more self-sufficient. I've continued to grow, and as I passed the two-month mark, I felt sharper and more focused. I was not tempted anymore by the storefronts and cafes in the bustling neighborhood where I live and work. My beautiful late summer lunchtime walks were no longer marred by my former hesitations, as I was no longer a slave to window shopping. Down with capitalism, I have been liberated. I'm only half-joking. There's an undeniable freedom in abstaining from consumption if you're someone who has the privilege and the luxury of consuming freely. The abstention makes me more creative, more resourceful. I feel, surprisingly, more punk. Maybe that's because punk has always been about rejecting the establishment and that feels very much like what I'm doing and refusing to participate in the capitalist consumer game. What am I really buying? I felt like a punk rock star until recently when I suddenly wanted to participate in that consumption cycle very, very badly. After watching the film Okja, which explores the cruelty of a fictional factory farm, I reignited my activist fire for animal rights. I dove deep into vegan social media and was quickly met with temptation. A t-shirt made by one of my favorite vegan brands caught my eye and I wanted it. Donations and products made by colleagues are on the approved shopping list, so technically, I reasoned, this shirt could fit under that category. I thought about it all evening. I asked my partner whether he thought buying the shirt would be breaking the rules. I even tweeted the question out in hopes that someone, Kate, would give me permission to buy it. She didn't, but she did send me a lovely response. I decided against it, only to change my mind earlier today. I even added the shirt to my cart, though I felt terribly guilty. Then, while on my run this evening, a realization struck me like a lightning bolt. The shirt is just a symbolic object, a stand-in for what I actually want. And what I really desire is to engage in animal rights activism. I felt so strongly about a piece of clothing, uncharacteristic for me, because of what the clothing represents. The decision became simple. I'm not going to break my shopping ban when what I really want is intangible. Instead, I'm going straight to the source of my obsession, spreading the vegan message. Though I'm a tad embarrassed that I was so easily tempted, I learned an important lesson. Oftentimes, what we're buying isn't actually what we're buying at all. We buy material things in an attempt to satisfy our desires for greater, less tangible pursuits. There might be many reasons we do this, but one is the most important, and that is fear. We fear the thing we want. We find it to be so big or our hunger for it so intimidating that we choose surrogate objects because they're more attainable, safer. These proxies will never be enough, however, and the resulting dissatisfaction may even sharpen our need rather than dull it. I'm scared to engage in vegan activism, not least because my veganism remains, among my friends and peers, my least popular conviction. But I want it, and so I'm not going to buy my way into complacency. I'm going to do it. So the next time you buy something that isn't essential, ask yourself, why am I buying this? Because I want it? Or because I want something else, something bigger, something thrillingly terrifying? If your answer is the latter, I'll leave you with these parting words from writer Jack Chang. If it excites you and scares the crap out of you at the same time, it probably means you should do it. You just listened to the post titled, What Are You Really Buying? by Sarah with kateflanders.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and 
What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And I'll leave it there for today. Hope you're having a great start to your week. And I'll see you tomorrow on the Tuesday show with the start of a two-part post where your optimal life awaits.